Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God to which the Holy Spirit brings us hope in Jesus today is Luke chapter 21, verses 25 through 36, the Gospel. Jesus said, There will be signs in the sun and moon and stars. On the earth there will be distress among nations in perplexity over the seas roaring and surging as people faint from fearful expectation of what's coming upon civilization. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to happen, stand straight and lift up your head, because your redemption is near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they put out their leaves, you know for yourselves by seeing it that summer is now near. So also when you see these things happen, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I say to you that this kind of people will certainly not pass away until all these things come about. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will certainly never pass away. Watch yourselves, so that your hearts are not weighed down in hangovers, drunkenness, and the worries of daily life, and that day suddenly appears for you, for it will come as a trap on all who lounge on the face of the whole earth. But be awake at every moment, pleading that you have the strength to escape all that's going to happen, and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. Oh, Mom, do, do I have to go home yet? It's so much fun here at my cousin. See all the neat toys they have? Sometimes children get caught up in the excitement of the moment and forget how important home is. Home is where Daddy and Mommy are. Home provides our food and clothing, our shelter and care. Home is that safe place when the world comes down hard on us. Home is where our tears are wiped away. Home, sweet home. Heaven is your home, dear Christians. And yet, instead of watching for our heavenly home, our hearts easily become weighed down with the things of this world. Through these words of Jesus before us today, may the Holy Spirit lift up our heads, lift up our eyes in eager expectation. And that's the theme we want to focus on here. Watch in eager expectation. As you watch, see, the signs of a failing world. And as you watch, wait for your Redeemer. Those are our two parts here this morning as we watch with eager expectation. Now that young boy's cousin's toys seemed like they were so important to him. And we too can get caught up in the toys of this world. 
And by the toys of this world, I just don't mean the fun extras that amuse us, but even the necessities of life, like food and clothing. They can all become a distraction for us. They can take our expectation and and bring our eyes down so that we're just focusing on the things of this world rather than watching for our heavenly home. Just think how eager we become for for earthly things, eager to open that present at Christmas we've been waiting for, eager to to get done with the work for the week or to get the harvest in, eager to, to get to those Thanksgiving weekend sales, eager to meet family and friends, eager to fill our stomachs when they start to grumble. And and those are good things. There's nothing wrong with being eager about them. But our eagerness for them overwhelms our eagerness for heaven. Just think about how that eagerness for earthly things can spur us on. Spur us on to get up early or stay up late to spend money getting something and spend time uh, enjoying it. It, 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 They they fill our thoughts and plans. Do we have the same eager devotion in anticipating our heavenly home? And yet all these earthly things, these earthly toys that we can be so eager for, they all eventually wear out and break, don't they? Just like the toys that are given to children at Christmas time. Jesus makes that clear as he talks about how the fabric of the universe itself will become unraveled to the horror of all who have not been watching for him. Jesus says here, there will be signs in the sun, the moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world. For the heavenly bodies will be shaken. I don't know how that will all look. But when it happens, you will know, all people will know, how dreadful that day will be for those who have not been watching. No wonder those whose eager expectations are set on this world will tremble at the fearful apprehension and be overcome. All their hopes and dreams will have come to an end, for heaven and earth will pass away. Even now, we see the signs that we live in a world that is failing, a world that is passing away. Jesus talked about how when you see the leaves come out on the trees, you know that summer is near. So also, there are so many signs around us that show just how frail and failing this world is. Wealth, for example, wealth comes and goes depending on the fluctuations of the economy and how our own personal financial woes can rattle our bones. National security can be shaken to the core when just a couple of hijacked planes fly into buildings or when there is a war half a world away and how our own sense of security becomes so fragile when we hear that those fateful tests from the doctor have come back positive. Every cemetery silently shouts how short this life is, and yet nothing brings that home quite the same as when we lose 
a dear loved one close to our heart. These are signs, signs that we live in a failing world, a world that is passing away. Or, or just consider the, the natural disasters that we hear about, earthquakes, tornadoes, hurricanes, fires, flood and hail, and all signs that the things of this world are decaying and failing. Don't set your hearts on them. Don't build your eager expectation on what this life offers. And yet, when we see our, our toys or the things of this world breaking and wearing out, do we automatically lift our eyes and, and become watchful for our Redeemer? Instead, our hearts are weighed down by the worries and the cares and the fears when we lose our earthly stuff. Is, does, doesn't that happen more often than not? Our hearts become weighed down because our expectations have been looking at these things rather than looking at our heavenly home. We become despondent because of the disappointments in this world, even though we ought to know better that this world is failing. But we have seen the signs. And the world says, well, you don't have to lift up your eyes. No, the world has its own solutions to try to pick up our hearts, to unburden our hearts. The world says, look at what we can offer you. Drink and drugs, entertainment, false hopes, overwork, and the list goes on. And although these things might lift our spirits for the moment, everything comes crashing down even worse the morning after. Don't set your hearts or your expectations on the things of this world. We live in a failing world. And Jesus warns us here. He says, be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will come on you unexpectedly, like a trap. So how can we avoid the last day snapping in on us like mice? caught and destroyed in a trap? How can we be watchful with eager expectation that looks towards our heavenly home rather than at the toys of this earthly life? Now listen to what Jesus says here. He says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. As the world around us crumbles, look at what stands steady and sure. My words will never pass away. And where do Jesus' words point us? They point us to our Redeemer. Yes, as the world around us fails, rather than giving up in hopelessness, Wait for your Redeemer. That's the second part that we consider here this morning. Wait for your Redeemer. Jesus himself says, When these things take place, stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Jesus is coming. He is coming in the clouds with power and great glory. It will be the end of the world as we know it. 
And how dreadful that day will be for those who have not been watching with eager anticipation. For that day will, like a trap, spring on those who lounge on the face of this earth, reveling in what this world can offer. No wonder they tremble in terror, for that day brings them only the fire and fury of hell. And so Jesus tells us, be always on the watch. And pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and that you may be able to stand before the Son of Man. As you wait for your Redeemer, watch and pray. And the word that Jesus uses here for prayer implies a a begging and a pleading. We have nothing to offer our God as we come to Him in prayer for we are beggars. The whole world around us crumbles. Our guilt and sin is exposed and the prophet Malachi declares, but who can endure the day of his coming? Who can stand when he appears? For he will be like a refiner's fire. So as beggars with empty hands, we cry out, we call out to our God. And what does his word, his enduring word answer you? His word says, Watch. Watch your Redeemer. See what He has already done for you. He has already paid the price to ransom you. He has purchased you to be His own. You belong to Him. He has redeemed you with His holy, precious blood. He has bought you back. And He... He is the one who is coming, coming to liberate us from this sin-accursed world. So wait. Wait for Him with eager expectation. Stand up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. He's already paid the price for you when He came the first time. And when He comes again, He is coming to redeem what He has purchased, to take you home with Him to heaven. You will stand on that day. You will stand if you stand by faith. Faith that trusts our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. Faith that believes that His blood has paid for our sins and His righteousness clothes us. You will stand in that day. So wait for your Redeemer. Wait as you watch with eager expectation. And that faith, that faith that stands firm on that day, that faith that watches in eager expectation, changes us and transforms us each day of our lives. You know, that that faith that, that will stand on the last day isn't just for that day. We should not fool ourselves into thinking that we can have faith in Jesus and live our lives according to the ways of the world and then on the last day, well, then our faith will come in handy. No, faith is at work in you and me right now. For faith changes our priorities and our expectations. The faith that stands firm on the last day is at work in you and me now so that we do not live our days consumed with the toys of this world, but rather we fill ourselves with what endures 
the, the word of our Lord that does not pass away. Rather than sacrificing to get the things of this world, we offer ourselves as living sacrifices to the one who has redeemed us with his blood. And rather than watching for what we can get out of life, we watch for our Redeemer. We watch with eager expectation, awaiting, awaiting Him who is coming to take us home, home to heaven. For that's the home where our God and Savior are. That's the home that provides all our joys for all eternity. That's the home in where we live in peace and security, free from all sin, sorrow, death, and pain. That's the home where God wipes every tear from your eyes. Watch with eager anticipation. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.